You know what, guys? I'm getting a little spoiled, you know? Seventh consecutive Victory Monday. Seventh consecutive, you know, morning dish by our very own Rolando Cantu. 7-0. We tied the franchise uh, mark the first time since 1974 that this team starts 7-0. We're getting spoiled on this morning scram- scramble presented by Verizon Wireless. I'm your host, Felipe Corral Jr. Uh, and this is our breakfast club. Danny Shrek, welcome back. Rolando Cantu and the great Jody Jackson. But yeah, guys, I'm getting spoiled. 7-0, another morning dish by Rolando these victory Mondays are stacking up, right? But like, seven we times we haven't actually gotten to eat any of it. That's the <laughs> it's your it's your loss, guys, because I've been telling our producers to put this show where uh, it's got to be in Casa Cantu. So today, guys, we have a little French uh, baguette, baguette with um, some uh, shaved ribeye chicharron style that from obviously last night we had a victory barbecue dinner, right? Yeah, to make sure those leftovers are in there. Scrambled eggs, only proper for the morning scramble. We topped it off with some um, two tipo, two different salsas. Salsa verde, chili piquín, and uh, salsa tatemada with jalapenos. So I'll be enjoying this puppy after the morning scramble. Good morning, everybody. And, and, and Danny, I know you probably like feel left out like, oh my gosh, when am I going to eat some of this? Trust me, like Jody said, this is the seventh consecutive week that we don't eat anything. That's the only con of the Arizona Cardinals starting 7-0. That we don't get a Danny and Jody last night. Felipe in our Spanish radio booth was like, "Hey, are you are you cooking anything last uh, for tomorrow morning?" It's like because you're kind of tired because we had some clients from Mexico come in and stuff. I said, "Yeah, we're doing it. We have to keep it going, man. This is we can't just stop this. If we stop this, Felipe, and we lose, I mean, come on, man. People I'm are not even at sure least we have I'm, a coffee. <laughs> I'm not even sure I'll be able to like focus because I'm just thinking about that <laughs> breakfast now. <laughs> so if you guys Actually, hear my stomach growl now, you know why." I I actually pitched to Rolando Cantu to have cereal, you know, like a basic victory <laughs> over the Texans. Yeah, you know, no cereal here, um, guys. Uh, no food cup. It's got to go big. We we can't go to cereal. We can't. And as much as I love a yogurt parfait, I mean, we just we're beyond. We're, we are way past that. Well, guys, let's move over to the main dish and our favorite part of the show. You get it here from once again Cliff Kingsbury, but a special victory speech from cliff kingsbury he finally came back and you guys are going to be surprised with who else got a game ball all right hey congratulations all right it's a good job handling your business got some game balls to give out all right first one he's the first player in nfl history with consecutive tds for two different teams and longest td of his career zach Ertz. With a strip sack and a fumble recovery, we got Junkyard Dog. Of course, for the two best players in Houston Texans history, we got J.J. Watt and DeAndre. I got one more. He's back. We missed him for a few days, but he matches at 7-0, the longest undefeated streak. Uh, in Cardinals franchise history, which dates back to 1898. So 7-0 for the first time since 1974 with Coach Don Coriel. Hey, hey, listen, listen, this week, this week, this week, y'all know Thursday night games, right? It's a team that handles the week. 
unique week of preparation the best, that's who wins the game. All right, we're gonna get in tomorrow, get on to Green Bay, all right, not even gonna watch this one. Get on to Green Bay, install a little bit, work out, but recovery process for everybody starts tonight. Everybody good on that? Yeah. That place will be rocking Thursday night, fellas. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Congrats, y'all get a break. A great team win, man. Let's get our minds back for Thursday, and we gotta dominate the And Jody, how many times at the beginning of the season was I constantly asking coach to give Vance Joseph a game ball? We needed one of these coaches to get a game ball out throughout the season. I mean, the offense, the defense have both been spectacular through seven weeks. But you, you saw right there Michael Bidwell giving the game ball to Cliff Kingsbury. Jody, what did it mean for this team to have its head coach back on the sideline? Well, I think it was very cool to hear from all the guys about what it was like to have him back, have his energy, his leadership. It just wasn't the same without him, although obviously Vance Joseph, Jeff Rogers and the whole staff did a great job. This thing, guys, it's so functional right now. It's it's just so terrific to watch uh, a group of guys come together. They have added star power and they're all executing. And then the coaches are putting them in the best position possible. Like you said, Felipe, offense, defense, and special teams too. So, you know, it was, it was great to see. Um, he felt disconnected, which, you know, you kind of felt bad for what he had to go through, especially being asymptomatic, which was, you know, thankful for that, but, you know, just being out of the loop. So uh, great to see this team come back and take care of business. Sometimes these are the hardest games, Felipe, to win. We all know that. Um, and you know what, this team, though, they, they shut the Texans down completely on defense and then offensively did enough, got going, had some explosive plays, got the job done to get to 7-0. Rolando, bear with me. I'm going to read you this impressive stat, right? As much as everybody talks about this offense, this defense is number one in the NFL in points allowed per game with 16, 16.29. Wow, right? So many talk about so much talk about Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, you had Zach Ertz. Who's going to contain this offense? But the defense is stealing the show. Who do you credit that to? Well, guys, we do have a great defense. It, it's a collective effort. I mean, it starts with the coaches. You have to have the right scheme, Felipe, Danny, and Jody, in order for this to work. And I think the the defense has buttoned it completely. Once you have a a group of guys that that believe in each other and believe in the coach, it makes everything different. Um, from a, from a preparation standpoint, from a scheme standpoint, and, and you kind of vibe off of that during the week. If you have a great week of practice and all the stunts and and every every possible scenario they can throw out there uh, versus you, and you do it, you execute it, and, and coach is like, okay, I'm comfortable to send you on the blitz. I'm comfortable with you, uh, you know, dropping back and cover three. All those things, Felipe, just make every, makes, it, it makes, it sends a message throughout the locker room. And I think starting with JJ and Chandler Jones and Marcus Golden, just everybody has stepped up. Even, even, you know, Dennis Gardick, who was, you know, on the public a couple of weeks back, he's come back and he, he has had an impact on this defense. I really like it. I, I, I credit this to Vance Joseph, his team, and also the captains and the leadership on that defense. And talking about vibes, Danny, this offense, once again, putting up 30 points, 31 points in week seven, defeating the Houston Texans, 31 to five, that's six games in these first seven weeks when this offense puts up more than 30 points. What's the vibe around this offense? What, what have you liked so far? 
Well, I think it's, I mean, it was 31 unanswered points, which was incredible, but that that's something to look at too, is the offense did not have a fast start coming out of the Cleveland game. They scored on their first five drives. They struggled to really get anything going in the start of this Houston game, right? They had that safety, the Houston Texans defense, but what's impressed me for the last two weeks is whenever, whether it's the offense as a whole, or we've been watching Max Garcia in out center, uh, try to work through some miscommunication with Kyler Murray, Rolando. I'm not saying bad snaps. I'm saying maybe miscommunication. But what's impressed me with different aspects of this offense is the way that they continue to push through any of those struggles or adversity. They don't seem to get caught up. And if something isn't working in the beginning of the game and let that get in their head, they find a way to push through and have those explosive plays and put points on the board. I mean, we've seen Kyler Murray already had plenty of offensive weapons, but to add Zach Ertz into this, I just think that the way the offense and the team as a whole is playing complimentary football, nobody's being selfish by any means. It's it's really paid off for this team. And I think that they are just continuing to ride this high while focusing on staying one and no, that's what we've heard from them. But it also helps when it's working, then you continue to trust the system. That's right. This entire team is coming together on both sides of the ball and even special teams. I mean, you saw Mac, Matt Prater winning the NFC Special Teams Player of the Week. So it's all coming together at the right time for the Arizona Cardinals. We know they have that Thursday night football slate against their Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, which hopefully is one of the better Thursday night football games of the year. Let's move on to our favorite moment of the game. That's my jam. There's a lot of favorite moments of the games and Jody, let's start with you. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm going to go with one that is definitely an explosive play. Uh, we know the earth's touchdown was as well, but this was a little bit earlier in the game when I think we were still a little bit unsure of where Kyler Murray was, how he was feeling. He did throw the, the one yard touchdown to D hop, but this was 41 yards to AJ green and just a gorgeous throw. I don't think you can do it any better Kyler Murray, some would say, and I wouldn't argue with them, maybe best deep ball in the league. And, you know, it's just gorgeous. And A.J. Green, he's down there on the sideline. It's placed between the two defenders. And, you know, Kyler stood there in the pocket. He got pretty good protection on that one, which you love to see. And I think at that point in time, you know, we saw we did see the touchdown that they scored, but we saw Kyler miss D hop in the end zone earlier. You kind of saw him still being harassed. And on that particular drive, you know, some penalties set them back. They were in third and 23. And we once again see Kyler Murray excel in these just explosive plays on third and long and fourth and long even at times. And, and so this is when this team just looks unstoppable. Um, and the other thing is, you know, it's so deflating. You're, you're already now you're down there. And the defense is, I'm not saying they're giving up, but, you know, it's like, okay, look at what these guys are doing on third and 23. So that was my jam, uh, Kyler to AJ Green. What about you, Rolando? You know what? For me, I really like your jam because uh, we saw that up and close and personal. Half a yard over, half a yard under, and that's an INT completely <laughs> by the Houston Texans. But we loved it. That goal route was incredible. I mean, AJ, big moments, he's there. For me, it has to be, Marcus El Dorado Golden strip sack again. I mean, guys, how fast is Marcus Golden? He plays like at 127 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. This guy never lets go of a single play. I mean, the, the intensity level, it starts with him. And he's been able to capitalize this year. And every time uh, Danny interviewed him and I saw the interview, he's just happy to be here. I mean, this guy really loves the team. 
He loves the defense. He loves the scheme of Vance Joseph, where he's been put in place to to succeed. And I think um, he's got he's got to owe some dinners to to Dennis Gardner because Dennis Gardner got that double team and he he looped around and he just had a, a clean shot at the quarterback uh, Davis uh, Mills. And uh, yeah, who doesn't like this jam? This guy has a strip sack, no helmet, runs. 50 yards down the field, celebrates with the Red Sea. I mean, just the intensity and the way he's playing right now, I think Marcus Golden is really unstoppable. And he's a nightmare for any matchup, uh, for any offensive lineman that's out there that's trying to game plan against a Marcus Golden. How about you, Danny? What's your jam? My jam was Zach Ertz's first touchdown in his first game as an Arizona Cardinal. And you guys were there. I mean, when he walked into the end zone, it was just a loud eruption in the stadium. Everyone was so excited for him. And he did so on national tight end day, nonetheless. But the catch was just incredible. I mean, he jumped and extended. He had 28 yards after the catch. Christian Kirk with a block right outside the end zone to make sure he got in there. So it was just exciting because this, this was a big move to trade with the Eagles to bring in Zach Ertz because while Max Williams was having a great year, we know the history of this team, which is to not usually rely heavily on the passing on a tight end in the passing game. So the fact that Zach Ertz had 66 receiving yards in his first game tells me that might be a little different moving forward. And I think making a move this big just tells everyone that this coaching staff, the front office, everyone is really doing what they need to do to make sure this team can continue to make a push for the playoffs. I just think he proved that he's another weapon that's going to force defenses to pick their poison. I think it's going to be hard for defenses to figure out where you're going to start putting your priority on who you're going to defend. Ertz was definitely like the person you were keeping an eye on. You knew that Kyler Murray was going to target him. You knew Cliff Kingsbury had a specific couple of plays for Zachers, he became the first player in NFL history with receiving touchdowns for two different teams in consecutive games in the same season. So imagine going to sleep last week. Your team is what two and two and five. The Eagles are two and five at that point, and you wake up and your team is six and zero, oh, and then you go on to seven and zero, oh, and you have a forty-seven yard touchdown. It's just it, you know, it, incredible. It had to be Felipe, an emotional week for him. Imagine, I mean, he got traded, he got drafted there. He's been there for a while. The community loves him out in Philly. And then he comes out here and, and just uh, impacts in this first game. Did you guys see that chest bump, Felipe, Danny, Jody? That, James Conner one? Was it, was, it was it an intent to chest bump or did Zachar just, just clobber? Uh, Connor, James, James Conner, Connor, right? I felt a little bad for James Conner, but he's the one that's usually out there. You know, he's lifting up D-hop. He's doing all this stuff. And by the way, I, I think we, we need to investigate. He's, I think he's like a gymnast. I've seen him do that hop leap thing. I, I don't know, what's, but he, he did get taken aback by that, Rolando. Yeah, that was, <laughs> we got to work on that celebration there. Uh, yeah, we'll wrap it up with my uh, jam, my favorite moment of the game, and it's that DeAndre Hopkins touchdown. But it's not only that he scored, obviously, D-Hop scoring against his former team, but if you're a linebacker lining up uh, against his Cardinals offense at, what, was it like the two-yard line, the one-yard line, you have James Conner next to Kyler Murray, which, for the most part, he's automatic when, he, when they're in that position. You expect them to score. You still have Kyler Murray, what he can do with his legs. You have DeAndre Hopkins out to your left, and you have tight end Zach Ertz, who you kind of know, like, the whole vibe around him. They're going to try to get him in the end zone. As a defender, who do you who do you contain? Who do you defend? And I think that specific play 
was a perfect resemblance of that. Like how many weapons that this offense has that you can't necessarily just focus on DeAndre Hopkins now. Now you have to focus on James Conner when you're at the one yard line. You still, you know that Kyler Murray can still do damage with his legs and obviously DeAndre Hopkins and AJ Green out to your right. I thought it was a perfect way to really show how many weapons they have on offense and play action. Topped it off with that DeAndre Hopkins touchdown. Kyler Murray threw three touchdowns when he, you know, was in play action. So that just shows you uh, how dangerous he can be, you know, in that regard as well. So it was a perfect way to really summarize this offense, DeAndre Hopkins, with this, I believe, seventh touchdown of the season uh, that, you know, he surpassed his total from last year. So it says a lot about this offense. Cliff Kingsbury is perfectly putting together a game plan for all of his weapons. So that's my, that's my jam. I know it was a little lengthy. I was just so hype. I was driving to work this morning and I was thinking like, dang, they have so many weapons once they get into the red zone and they showcased it perfectly. So let's move on to our rise and shine. Jody, we talk about this guy week in <laughs> and week out, right? Oh yeah. You know, and I had a little debate in my mind about a few guys that I, you know, I really wanted to give love to the defense here too, but I'm going to go with Kyler Murray because he faced some adversity early on there, as Danny kind of talked about the slow start. I mean, the, they had punt, punt, safety. That was the first quarter. And you know what? But this team after that was just on fire. And, and Kyler, we saw him on the safety um, end up getting what he called a little bit of dead leg. He had to go to the medical tent. Everybody was holding their breath, I think, in that stadium and everyone within the organization and luckily he was okay. And he fought through it because sometimes as we know, quarterbacks, they can get a little bit rattled and really Kyler just, he stuck with it. Um, he proved that again, in this third year, we're seeing uh, the leader that he is. And, and luckily he wasn't banged up to the point that he had to leave the game or anything like that. And so he just came right back three touchdown passes, um, three for four in the red zone. Um, luckily the offensive line quickly made adjustments. I mean, you're right. We talked about it before we went on the air, you know, Lovey Smith and that Houston D line, they were kind of fired up for this one and, and the O-line had some issues early on. Um, but Kyler, he did, you know, for me guys a little bit, there was some running in there a little more than we've seen from Kyler that made me a little bit nervous because he hasn't relied on that as much this year as he did in past years. But, um, you know, so glad he's ready to go for this Packers game. It is a short week, but I mean, again, unbelievable plays uh, right on target. When he missed D-Hop earlier, it just shows you how on target he's been all year long because it, it, it took us all by surprise. Like, whoa, what happened there? We take for granted uh, how accurate this guy is. So Kyler Murray, uh, my rise and shined player, but there were many more. And so, Rolando, let's go uh, find out who your player of the game was. Well, my rise and shine uh, has to be D-Hop. To, to be honest with you, we, we, know, we, we all know that J.J. Watt was kind of um, let go through the front door of the Texans organization, right? And then we saw the novella. Every, mm -hmm. I mean, the the the, the turmoil on on the Dehab side, the trade and stuff. Felipe and I talked about this pregame. We got into a little discussion there. Really good discussion. But um, yeah, it, it was an emotional game. You, you you would think that during the week, you know, being your star receiver, you would kind of wink at Kyler and say, "Hey, Kyler, this could be a big week for us, right, buddy?" You you never want to really ask for the ball jody right you, you danny you, you it's like a code between yeah you know football players you don't want to say hey bro throw me the ball like <laughs> give me the ball now but you know you're extra nice during the week and you have more conversation than usual the training room and lunch and you sit together 
but it, it was obvious that, that the D hop wanted to play. And every time you need to jump, you need to jump start. You need to go with your best player, the guy who, who gets it done. And it, it is DeAndre Hopkins for this receiver crew uh, for the Cardinals. And, you know, he ended up with that touchdown. It was a short touchdown, but nevertheless, it, it was a, a passing touchdown. I guess um, he finished off with 53 yards on seven receptions. And, it, you know, there's a lot more than just D hop. And he understands that he could easily be like, Hey, you know, Take this as like, okay, it's me, it's me, but it's not me. It's a team effort, right? There's AJ, there's Christian, there's, you know, Randall. Now there's Zach, Zach Ertz in the mix. And he understands that not every single week he's going to be able to, you know, have the 100-yard game, which I, I thought he was easy going to have against his former team. But, yeah, for me, it's the rise and shine player. He made a great effort uh, on that touchdown. He missed one, too. Obviously, it wasn't his fault, but um, – even even in the in the blocking game, aren't you guys? Are you guys seeing D Hop kind of get in there? It, that that's really good to see. So um, yeah, I'm excited about DeAndre Hopkins. I think he's a he's a true veteran who who understands his role to to a complete level where he's actually making everybody else better, not only on the field but in the training room and in the gym and and also in the film room. Danny, I, liked how, I, I like real quick on D hop. I liked how he was standing on the sideline on the one and Kyler was running around and he's just kind of standing there like, I'm, I'm right here. And, <laughs> and he did get it to him. So that was kind of cool. Cause then they had that shot of Deandre just smiling. So that was a good moment. And now Deandre <laughs> Hopkins has a reception against all 32 teams. That's, that's awesome. Nugget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, who's your I'm, I'm going to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, we've talked about how, this defense completely dominated and shut down Houston. But one person stood out, and for me, that was linebacker Marcus Golden, who just continues to be disruptive and a difference maker, especially in the absence of Chandler Jones, who's missed two games because of COVID protocols. Golden has consecutive games now where he has put up two sacks and forced a fumble and even recovered the fumble he forced against the Texans. He leads the team with six sacks, six forced fumbles, I mean, he's just been everywhere. He's been a menace on the field. It's been so exciting to watch. And after the game, he told me it's just because he focuses on doing his job. Every practice and every game, that's all it takes. It's just focusing on his job and that if everyone continues to have that mindset, that's going to allow them to play off each other and be successful. Yesterday was October 24th. And that was one year and one day after the Cardinals made a trade with the New York Giants to bring Marcus Golden back to this organization. And guys, I'm not sure there's anyone on this team who loves being a Cardinal more than Marcus. And when I asked him, you know, what, why, why does this place hold such a special place in your heart? And he said the best day of his life was the day the Cardinals drafted him. And the second best day was the day they brought him back 366 days ago from yesterday. I mean, he just brings the right attitude. He fits the culture that this team wants to have. I think this is the perfect player that you want to build your defense around, not only on the field, but also from what he brings in the locker room. If there's someone that bleeds that Cardinals red, it's definitely Marcus Golden. I believe he's the only player in the NFL with six sacks and four forced fumbles. So that speaks a lot uh, to the performance that he's had so far through seven weeks. I'll wrap it up by talking about Zach Ertz. I just wanted another segment to really give him his love. I mean, this dude has said from day one that he loves being in Arizona. He loved the vibe. It was a great team win. He's all about team, team, team. And obviously that 40-yard touchdown reception that we talked about, 
Hey, there's no better way to welcome Zach Ertz to the Valley, him and his wife. Hey, don't we all want a wife like Julie Ertz? I mean, the, he said in his pressure that she helped, like she quizzed him on the offensive playbook and just to get him prepared for, for week seven. I mean, come on, everybody, we want a wife like Julie Ertz. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's it for our Rise and Shine. Let's move on to bringing home the bacon. Rolando, I'll leave it up to you. Set the scene. Thursday Night Football. There's so many storylines. K1, Aaron Rodgers, 7-0 and versus 6-1. and What you got? Well, the, the Green Bay Packers are rolling. Let's be honest. These guys are, are a complete team as well. They have a veteran quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. Guys, have you noticed how old Aaron Rodgers looks this year? <laughs> It just yeah. right. Is Jody, Jody noticed because he laughed. You know. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just he's getting up there a little bit. He's getting up there, and got got you don't you don't like his long hair? I know, I, I do. It, it just he just looks a little like he looks like he looks older than Tom Brady. I mean, Tom, I, Tom Brady must use. We got to find out what he's using on his face. Okay, <laughs> I've said this for years. Routine. Whatever yeah. he's doing, the eye cream, whatever. I mean, not only does Aaron need it, but I think I, I need it. I know that. <laughs> yeah, no, so, there, I mean. Let's get on it. But yeah, I think I think Rogers is having a, a great year. Uh, it started a little rough, and everybody kind of said like, "Oh my God, that's it!" They got spanked by the the Saints the first week, and everybody was everybody was quick to jump on them and say, "Hey, that's it. The tides have changed in Green Bay and Appleton, Wisconsin, and let's move on." And it's going to be a transition year, but it's not, guys. These guys are rolling. These guys have a balanced offense. They run very well the ball, and they connect just like Kyler connects with D Hop. Well, he connects with Devontae Adams. And, you know, this showdown will be the one of the best games of the year for the entire NFL, guys. And, and you know, we have it here at State Farm Stadium. And, and it's going to be crazy. Everybody who loves the Cardinals would, is going to be there. And, and I think once you see the matchup, not only offensively but defensively, I think we have them. If we just go on paper, Jody, Danny, and Felipe, and we start checking boxes, our defense is way better than the defense that the Packers have right now. And I think that's going to be a big difference. If these guys take it personal, if these guys say, okay, let's limit Aaron Rodgers. Let's let's get on his face. Let's hit him. Let's uh, get him out of his, his foot placement. All those things have, will have an impact with Aaron Rodgers. And let's be honest, guys. When's the last time the Packers won here? You know, I mean, it's a house of cars if you're Aaron Rodgers. I mean, remember the 2015 playoffs? I mean, what more could that guy do? He's throwing 60-yard, you know, Hail Marys. He's connecting, and he still couldn't win the game. So I, I think, you know, he'll be fired up. But you're right. I think this defense, Stafford was playing really well, right, coming into that. And they just yeah. were physical. They were physical with the receivers. Um, but Aaron Rodgers is a wild card, Rolando. You're exactly right. I mean, he's one of the best to ever do it. And so it's going to be a, it's going to be an amazing matchup. Danny, I think too, I this might you... be oh. sorry, Philly, but I think too this might be the game for maybe national media who is still saying that this team is seven and zero because of luck, or maybe they're not beating great teams. I think this is the game that the Cardinals can win. That's really going to silence all those doubters. And a fun fact too: so the Packers are six and one, Cardinals are seven and zero. This will be the best combined win percentage for a Thursday game in October or later in the Super Bowl era since 1966. Yeah. Wow. Two great teams. Two great teams. It's going to be – you're right, Then It's going to be a statement game. If the Cardinals come out and just impose their will, their rhythm on the offense, on the defense, it's going to be really tough. They're, they're going to walk into a different environment from the other times they've been here at State Farm Stadium. So I'm excited to, to see this game. I'm excited to call it. 
And Felipe, let's be honest. I mean, the storylines, you can go either way. You know, the, the, the experienced quarterback with the upcoming MVP candidate, let's go, man. This is going to be one of the best games of the week. Byron Murphy versus Devontae Adams, that run defense, J.J. Watt, the return of Chandler Jones versus Aaron Rodgers in that offense. I mean, it's, there's so many storylines, like you guys said it. And, I, I mean, personally, I'm kind of past the whole trying to get credit from the national media. I mean, if you paid attention to 2020 and you paid attention to the first seven weeks of 2021, you'll notice quickly that these are two different Arizona Cardinal teams. So hopefully on Thursday Night Football, Danny, they end up showing everybody, you know, what they're made of and they end up silencing their doubters. So that'll do it for us on this edition of the Morning Scramble presented by Verizon Wireless. Don't forget to catch this Thursday night football game. The Arizona Cardinals hosting the Green Bay Packers kickoff is at 520. And hopefully we have another Rolando Cantu special on Friday morning. Don't forget, it's a Thursday night game. So we're going to be back here at the Morning Scramble on Friday morning live at 10 a.m. on the Arizona Cardinals Twitter account. You don't want to miss it.